Hello, great people. This is your girl, Chidi Akuna. And this is your G, Victor Akuna. Okay, so we run Foundation for Family Affairs. And at Foundation for Family Affairs, our mission is simple. To connect hearts and raise healthy families. families. Okay, so like we were saying to you in the last two episodes, we've been collating a lot of questions sent to our inbox, our email and um, we'll be addressing them. Uh, so you can find them on our podcast, Chidi and Victor Uncensored. And then, uh, I mean, podcast on all platforms. And then on our YouTube channel, Foundation for Family Affairs. This one is a special one, special edition. So we're putting it out on both platforms. Okay. Um, one of the questions, the question we'll be addressing today, really, is how do you know your spouse loves you? <laughs> When we said this, all, we're like, oh, there we go. Okay. Um, but in, just to start that, I would say, I like it when they say love is beyond feelings. Right. It's a choice you make. But in saying that, um, it's one thing for my dear husband to tell me he loves me. And another thing for me to truly believe it. So how would I know he loves me? Okay. How would I feel loved? It's, um, it will be majorly through the things he does. Okay. They say action speaks louder than words. So yes, he has to do it. I need to feel it. I need to feel it. So I was just thinking that sometimes, um, just to add to what you said anyway, um, the face of marriage where you are at Mm -hmm. also can impact how you look at love, how you define love. Because what will make you feel that your spouse loves you, it's not what they think, it's how you feel. Mm -hmm. All right. So sometimes, so my wife may think that she's loving me, mm-hmm. but if I don't feel loved, mm, she needs to reevaluate well, because mm-hmm. I am the one on the receiving end. That's right. It's like in a business, <laughs> you are not the one that will say we are a fantastic business. Your customers are the people that will say that. That's so true. the key thing there is as you as you move from that phase of you know honeymoon mm-hmm. to a more mature phase, your love made may evolve over a period of time. So how you define love may each may actually evolve. Okay. I like the twist you brought there. What we have decided to do is analyze a few points mm-hmm. that um, you can consider. And that's just to keep this short. Otherwise, we're going to have a long, long session. Okay. And uh, the first point I would want to put out there is that my thoughts and opinions are tre- treated with respect. Mm-hmm. My thoughts and opinions are treated with respect. For us, it's a family value that everyone's thoughts, ideas are respected. Okay? When we say respected, are considered. Bear in mind, my thoughts and opinions may be different from my husband's on an issue, but it matters how you communicate it, and it matters how he um, refuses to accept it, mm. right? Um, in, uh, you see this sometimes. You're just quick to say, oh, I disagree with that. Mm. There is a way to disagree and yeah. still be inclusive yes. in your disagreement. So the other person doesn't feel like um, what I just shared doesn't mm. make sense, mm. you know? So we're talking about how I feel, mm. how I feel loved. Mm. If he discounts my opinions like, you're talking trash, permit the word, mm. right? Um, it, it will make me feel like I don't matter in this relationship. Mm. Or should I say it may make me, depending on what it is. Mm. Okay, so we need to get to that point where even though we, first of all, accept that we're not going to be the same on, we're not going to have the same ideas 
on every matter. And that's okay. And that's okay. That's perfectly okay. Yeah. yeah. So, but it matters how we defer, uh, defer as well, mm. okay, that I am still inclusive. And this is very important even, I mean, wherever you find yourself, even mm. at work, mm. you know, there's a way you disagree with your colleagues mm. that would still make them feel like, oh, I have a buddy in this person. Mm. Yeah, I think that, I, I thought I'd put that out. Mm. Yeah, for, while you were saying that, you know, what just came to my mind was, mm. um, you know, sometimes guys who we coach approach us and say, it's interesting how... I will share an idea or a point of view with my wife and she will disagree with it. And somebody somewhere shares the same idea and she will say, yeah, that's the best thing I've heard about since life's bright. No, I don't think that's a way of communicating that you love your spouse, like you were saying, you know. How you listen, you know, it doesn't matter that you, we are not saying that you should accept everything, but how you defer, how you, how you, you know, even if it's um, an opinion that you don't agree with, that's the mm-hmm. way you communicate it, yes. communicate it. You know, it's not, it's very wrong for you to communicate in such a way consistently over a period of time whereby yeah. your spouse become agitated anytime they want to defer. Because you're like, you know what, mm-hmm. just to avoid any issues, all right, that's fine. Just do you, whatever you, you when someone begins to say that to you over a period of time, they are entering into their shell and that's, and that's not very good for you. And that's not a way people feel loved. People want to feel loved in life. People want to be in an atmosphere where, you know, they can get to be themselves. You know, they can get to share their thoughts, you know, and that's a way of building intimacy. You are, you, you won't be, I won't feel that you are intimate if I can be vulnerable with you and really share what I think, right. even when I disagree with you. And that's one key thing of help that helps me or maybe some other people feel loved when they can really be themselves and really share their thoughts. Okay. Right. Yeah. Fantastic. The other point we wanted to talk about is, you know, one of the ways people feel loved or we, I feel loved is that my wife helps me to call me to a higher standard. Mm. Now, um, the, whoever I am, what, what I've evolved into today has, has never been like this since, I mean, over a decade ago since we met. She's called me to a higher standard, high, you know, um, achievement standards to, you know, you know, when you have someone in your corner that you know is your cheerleader mm-hmm. and is constantly cheering you on, constantly inspiring you, constantly, you know, mm-hmm. you want to please her, you want to achieve more, you want to conquer, you want to climb to a higher mountain. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing. When you see that all, mm. oh, that respect, that um, how do you say that admiration in her eyes for everything that you are. I mean, one of the best way was the day I, I you know, I graduated my PhD. You know, I could see that look. You feel like man, she was a part of that journey. It was not just about me; it's about her as well. So, when you have someone who who looks up to you and you want to keep stretching, you want to keep getting better, becoming better. Uh, becoming a better version of yourself. And sometimes you call you to, you know what, maybe the way you presented this was not the best way, you know, I would have thought that you would look at it this way. You know, someone that helps you to see your blind spot that you might not, and then, you know, discusses those blind spots with you in a way that, in a way that helps you to see what you can do better next time, you know, that is really, really important for me. Yeah, I like that. You are my superman. You are my superman. Yes, but you do the same to me. I mean, I'm not the same person who go into marriage. Certainly not. Right? You keep calling me to higher standards. Right? Um, one thing my dear husband would want for me, and I see it, he says it, he drums it in, is you've got to be the best version of yourself. And he just won't let me settle. 
right? Um, even in, you were speaking and you were saying, oh, you were trying to give the different ways. And I was thinking one key way you've even done it for me is um, in me being able to process my emotions, right? You call me to higher standards. You want me to be the best at things or you call me into research and all that. But I think you've also taught me to appreciate my emotions and learn to express, uh, um, to process them. So that way you're able to relate better with people. I used to be like non-confrontational, still not, but um, you've taught me to process how you feel and learn to express it. Yes, that way it helps even with your relationship with anyone, right? You're able to express what you think and you communicated that um, it's a sign of love for yourself, mm. right? To be able to put out your thoughts there. Yes. So um, I'm certainly not the same person. Mm. You uh, you wouldn't even let me say the wrong things, even mm. though I'm upset. I like that. I really love that. It doesn't matter how offended I am. You still expect me to, you know, keep your words mm. plain. It calls me to a higher standard. Okay. So, um, yes, that's the point we put out there. That's something that can help you know how much this person loves you. This person is committed to seeing you get better keep evolving mm. you know so that's great one of the points we'll like to put out there is he puts my needs above his mm. oh wow you need to see my dear husband mm. now he's saying this i'll say he, it's not in an unhealthy way mm. because we put something out on our instagram foundation for family affairs and we said self-love precedes others mm. love Right, others in quotes. Now, you cannot give what you don't have. Mm. You've got to love yourself first, yes. right? Yes. So, um, he, when I'm saying he puts my needs above his, it's not in a way that, um, like you forget, you abandon your needs. But what I'm trying to communicate is he makes me feel important. He makes me feel valued. He makes me feel loved. Right? And this will take me to our definition of romance. Right? We consider romance to be the little but consistent things you do on a daily basis in pursuit of your spouse's heart, attention, and happiness. So he is sold out to seeing me happy. He's sold out to seeing me, you know, just blossom in the relationship by the little things he does and he's so consistent i mean my uh, uh, what is it just just say it just name it and you know the beauty in it is that because he consistently does wants to do more for me something in me just tweaks like hey what are you doing for him so it makes me also want to do for him you see so sometimes when we complain uh, that um I don't feel loved. Maybe you can take the first step and start doing for your spouse. You know, you just give. And in no time, this person would begin to wonder, what am I actually doing? If the person is reasonable, right? The person will begin to wonder, what am I actually doing for him or her? You know, and they reciprocate love. Mm. Yeah, you want to say something yeah. about that? Yeah, well, that that's very important, right? Because... Um, there is no love without sacrifice, you mm. know. Well, what I mean by that is one of the ways you know someone loves you is what they are able to set aside to mm. be with you. That's right. You know, so if you are saying that you love me, but you are not say, you are not making, I'm not seeing those commitments. Mm. I'm not seeing you, you know, I'm having to chase you around for you to call me. I'm having to chase you around for this sacrifices that you put for the sacrifices that you make to be with me 
and to put a smile on my face says a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's one key thing about that I'm able to, you know, uh, well, she also does that for me as well because I remember when I was doing my, my PhD, how she will stay up night to proofread the work, how she will go above and beyond. Sometimes I'll be away from the house, returning 1 a.m. in the morning. You know, she will help with every other thing just so that I'm not distracted so that I can meet the deadline. Those kind of sacrifices are things that you know that this person loves you. Mm. This person is able to put her own convenience, her own comfort aside just to help you to be able to hit the target. Mm. All right, so people don't forget those kind of sacrifices. And now I've never forgotten it. <laughs> you will yeah. never forget it. I will never forget I'll keep it. making you never forget oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the next point I think I would like to share is, uh, I, I scratched it a bit at the start, is how I feel in his presence, mm. right? And um, in saying this, in one of our YouTube uh, videos on YouTube, we were talking about this. I can't remember which one now. And we're saying it's not about, I think, reasons... Your, why um, reasons your spouse may be unhappy? You can find it on YouTube, and we're saying uh, uh, it's it's not always nice when your spouse feels intimidated in the rela- in the marriage, in the relationship. It's not a good thing, right? That this person cannot express herself the way she should. Um, you just make people feel less, right? And that's that's not a good sign of love. You know, sometimes it could be like, oh, I'm I'm trying to protect her. I'm trying to. Shield her, mm. but dude, that's coming across in an intimidating way, mm. and you don't realize it. Mm. And sometimes some women, because they haven't, they they may not be seeing the wrong in it, mm. will take that and not realize that it's making them shrink. Mm. Right? People should blossom in your presence. Mm. You, we should allow people give them room to blossom to mm. grow. Mm. So that's another great point. Your ability to feel when you spend time with someone, you can be yourself. Mm-hmm. You can share your innermost thoughts, mm-hmm. your innermost concerns, your dreams, your aspirations. Mm-hmm. That Those are the things that help people to build connection and build vulnerability. Yeah. Very, very critical. So that's how I feel loved. That, I mean, I can share some thoughts with my wife without really feeling like, I mean, she's going to use it against me. Mm-hmm. Very important. Not maybe when we disagree on something, she can bring that up. Or uh, something that I'm, I've been vulnerable with, and then you notice that she's discussing with some other people. Mm-hmm. All right, so mm-hmm. that's how one of the ways I feel loved. Very, very important. And the final point that I want to share is how quickly she forgives. Mm-hmm. Why? Because sometimes um, people are unable to move to the next phase of their marriage because they are still holding on to some that's baggage right. without even knowing. You just know that you, well, you can't remember what the issue is, but that emotion is still lingering. Mm-hmm. How quickly she forgives some of, some of the time when I air, how quickly she forgives and we mm-hmm. can address this and move past them. Mm-hmm. It's one of the ways that she's been able to prove that she truly hey, loves. Okay, so the last point I'll just throw in myself is um, that you always look forward to spending time with me. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Okay, so um, in conclusion, just to wrap this up, uh, we'll, there's a video on our YouTube channel, Signs That Your Spouse May Be Unhappy, be unhappy. right? Because some of those signs, I think, are indicators that they mm-hmm. don't feel loved. Mm. Right, so you may want to see it and then just see how we can get things going. Mm. Until we come your way again, please follow us on our subscribe to our podcast, follow us on YouTube, Foundation for Family Affairs, and on Instagram, Foundation for Family Affairs, and let's keep the conversation going. All right, bye from us.